Well, hello there and welcome back to another episode of the All Around Growth Podcast, a show that provides insight and tools to build the life and homestead of your dreams. My name is Rob Kaiser and I am your host. Today is Tuesday, March 8th, 2022. It is episode number 300 of the show. And today we are going to talk about snake plants, the best varieties of coneflowers, and pot roast. But we are probably gonna focus most of the discussion on coneflowers, echinacea, because I'm a plant guy, that's what I like, and that is what we're gonna talk about. Today, like I said, it's March 8th. We got 11 days until spring, although it is a little chilly again this morning in Northeast Ohio. It's about 30 degrees out here this morning. 6.42 a.m. as I am speaking these words right now. And it's not quite sunrise, but it is bright out as we approach the vernal equinox coming up on the 20th. The days are continually getting longer and I love it. Spring is in the air. The day job we've got plants arriving from out west on the ground. It sure is nice to see. I will link to a lot of what I'm reading today in the show notes. Much of this comes from the Old Farmer's Almanac, including this little poem by Robert Burns. Again, rejoicing nature sees, her robe assume its vernal hues, her leafy locks wave in the breeze, all freshly steeped in morning dews. A real quick tidbit about snake plants before we start talking about coneflowers, otherwise known as echinacea, snake plants, also known as mother-in-law's tongue, and sansevieria, the Latin name, are one of the easiest houseplants to take care of. The succulent plant is very forgiving and perfect for beginners. There's an article in the primary link for March 8th, 2022 on how to take care of snake plants. But I will tell you this, they are resilient enough that they will withstand propagation by means of a reciprocating saw. Yeah, that's right. And your grasses out in your yard, your miscanthus, your penicetums, whatever, if they get big, you can split them with an ax or even a chainsaw if you really just want to get in there and get it done and don't worry about screwing up your equipment. Anyways, we could talk at great lengths about plants and landscaping and all sorts of things, but we won't do that. There's links for the spring yard cleanup checklist as well. Check out the show notes for all sorts of information from the uh, old farmer's almanac. So let's let's read a little bit about seven varieties of coneflowers according to the OFA, the old farmer's almanac. The seven best echinacea varieties. Okay, you want to add this native North American plant to your garden. 
coneflower or echinacea is the author Robin Sweetser's favorite North American plant. This rugged pollinator magnet comes in many colors, shapes, and sizes. Here are seven coneflower varieties that we have planted over the years with success. All right, before I get into the, yeah, she's just gonna talk about varieties. So there's tons of varieties of echinacea. Let me just keep reading a little bit before I wax with my own experiences. Um, a native North American plant, I'm just gleaning a little bit from this article. I'm not gonna read the whole thing. I'm driving A and you can read it on your own B if you want the full detail from the author. But the native North American plant indigenous to the central plains, Echinacea purpurea, is virtually indestructible. We enjoy the color it brings to the summer garden with its large daisy-like rosy purple petals surrounding a copper-colored dome-shaped central seed head. There is also a yellow one called Echinacea paradoxa because of its unusual color. Depending on your climate, be aware that hybrid coneflowers may not last as long in the garden as the original Echinacea purpurea, which has proven to stand the test of time. All right, so then she goes on to list many of these um, hybrids that she just warned you about, all right? Sunrise, Harvest Moon, Cheyenne Spirit, Green Envy, Razzmatazz, Double Decker, and Kim's Knee High. Okay, the two of those seven that I am most familiar with are Harvest Moon, and Kim's knee high. Um, but really, any of these are going to work. And you can divide them, just pick some up and grow them. You won't regret it. These plants are wonderful. And um, the care levels are the same for any of the plants. And uh, for those who are in Northeast Ohio, uh, I won't even go there right now. Coneflowers. That's really all I've got, guys. You know, there, there's a lot of people that uh, permaculture people that grow this plant for whatever use, right? Medicinal use, things like that. Um, because of its function in the landscape. And I, I don't want to dismiss that. I think all of those things are important. And from an educational standpoint, I want to have these plants around to be able to explain to people. But really, I'm planting them for beauty. I'm planting them as specimens in the landscape. And when it comes to medicinal properties of plants, first of all, I'm not a doctor and I can't make any medical claims. I think everyone should do their own research and everything that I say about medical claims with regard to plants is based on my own experience and research that I've done. So again, 
not my words, just commentary that's floating around in my brain that should be used for entertainment purposes only. If I'm going to, to look at plants from a, from a medicinal standpoint, right, I am going to, or use them in cooking or like product creation, especially if I'm going to sell it. I am most likely going to look at some kind of product that is produced en masse, that is consistent, that is reliable, so that the product I make has consistent results. If I'm doing this on a home scale for experimentation, sure, use the stuff that's in your yard, but you know, for many of us, time is limited and we aren't willing to put forth the time, effort, and energy in many of these homesteady type experiments utilizing that which we harvest from our own land. I know that that sounds... Uh, a little bit, you know, contradictory maybe, and, and, and as though that's not the point. And I hope that that changes for me, but quite frankly, right now, I work a full-time job as it is, including overtime, and I work a part-time job with the family business on the homestead, farmer's market, and, uh, general tasks around to keep uh, to keep up with things so I'm interested if I w if I did a better job of promoting this show which you can help with by the way uh, I would be willing to bet that this would stir up a bit of controversy you know, saying, hey, you know, grow these plants, but don't really use them. You know, I'm saying grow the plants and focus on growing the shit out of them. Spread them everywhere. Let them grow. Learn how to use them in the interim. But it may turn out that you don't have any desire to do the thing that you want to that you think you want to do in your head. But nevertheless, an abundance of these plants in the landscape never does any harm. It does nothing but good. And they're beautiful. So plant them everywhere. If you want to use them, uh... You know, consider, consider utilizing processed material from someone who uh, raises these plants and harvests for actual uh, use that way. You know what I'm saying? If you disagree or have some other opinion, let's talk about it. 
in the uh, Telegram group chat, t.me slash allaroundgrowth, you can find that just by typing that into any internet browser, t.me slash allaroundgrowth. That'll bring you to the group chat. And if you don't have Telegram installed, you can operate it out of your browser, if I'm not mistaken. So, you know, definitely look into that. Um, that is where we are most active right now on uh, social media type platforms. The show is posted on Float. It's also shared on Facebook and oftentimes shared on Twitter, although I am not supremely active on those platforms. If you are a social media person and are interested in helping get this thing off the ground, helping promote the website when things uh, come up and finally get developed. Maybe even want to assist with that too. Let me know. I'd be happy to have you join me on the efforts to building a more healthy, positive, and beneficial life. You can do that through reaching out to me in the Telegram group chat or sending me an email directly at allaroundgrowth at gmail.com. If you're already on Telegram, don't want to get into another group chat, but are interested in channel updates, we got you covered there too. T.me slash allaroundgrowthpodcast. Show updates only. No chatter, no distractions. All right, guys. We are here at the day job. It is 6.55 a.m. as I'm pulling in. Beat the rush of the traffic down the road by the schools. Looks like I'm uh, probably one of the first ones here. And that's good. I like it that way. Here right in line with the uh, mechanics and the shop guys and the drivers. Everyone else. Well, You snooze, you lose, guys. And the early bird gets the worm. And all of those other figures of speech, well, they exist for a reason. So wherever you are, whatever the case may be, I hope that you have a great Tuesday. If it's not a Tuesday and you're listening to this at some point in the future, I hope you have a great day. And uh, look forward to seeing you on the show tomorrow. This is Rob Kaiser, and thank you.